Hello everyone and welcome to Understanding Science Communication Podcast. I am Ritandeep Singh and this is episode number 12. Today our topic of discussion is a research paper titled The Seductive Allure of Neuroscience Explanations which is a paper trying to understand whether some um, use of uh, interesting language in our science uh, communication explanations have um, a, a sort of effect which is unwarranted let me rephrase the whole quagmire um into simpler terms this paper tries to understand if unrelated explanations from a neuroscience about some f- psychological phenomena um have an impact on people's uh, judgment of whether those explanations are good or bad this is uh, an episode where we review this paper and figure out what it tries to tell us and our views on whether it succeeds or not and learning uh, new ways of speaking i guess and uh, so let's go I came across this paper um through this weeks uh, learning materials where um, we were watching a video titled how do we learn where this was mentioned this paper was mentioned and this is a research um a proper research with a lot of um, um subjects and things were done with the subjects or um, shall we say they were given some questions to answer and it was um so look 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 let me let me let me <clears throat> start nicely we are trying to understand here that um there are explanations to phenomena so something something interesting is need required to be explained some psychological impact some psychological fact right like for instance um people with uh, so there is this one example in the paper i'll just share that researchers create a list of facts about fifth so if you are given a list of facts and you are asked what is the percentage of population that knows these facts you are going to over judge or over compare or 
um, overestimate the number of people who know a fact if you also know that fact and um, you will underestimate the amount of people uh, who know this fact or the percentage of people who know this fact if you don't know this fact so oh, this is a phenomena this is a certain psychological phenomenon phenomenon and you are um, given two explanations on what they um, two explanations on why this happens one of those explanations is correct and the other one is wrong the correct one is the researchers claim that this curse oh, so so first of all this this um is named as a the curse of knowledge this phenomenon is named the curse of knowledge researchers claim that this curse happens because subjects have trouble switching their point of view to consider what someone else might know mistakenly projecting their own knowledge onto others this is a good explanation right think about it researchers claim that this curse this curse of knowledge um if you know something you would believe that more people know that to be true and if you don't know some fact you would believe that less people know that to be true that's the curse of knowledge that happens because subjects have trouble switching their point of view to consider what someone else might know the theory of mind idea mistakenly projecting their own knowledge onto others right simple explanation a bad explanation is the researchers claim that this curse happens because subjects make more mistakes when they have to judge the knowledge of others well that's you, you're trying to explain that why people make more mistakes when they are judging the knowledge of others you can't just explain something by just stating it in a different way so this is a circular argument the researchers claim that this curse happens because subjects make more mistakes when they have to judge the knowledge of others people are more people are much better at judging what they themselves know of course that is what was so this is a bad explanation this this is a circular this is just saying the same thing in different ways and saying okay because this happens because this happens right kind of like that Okay. Now they take these explanations and they add some mumbo jumbo of neuroscience. Something like this. A good explanation added uh, with added neuroscience is something like this. Brain scans indicate that this curse happens because of the frontal lobe brain circuitry known to be involved in self-knowledge. subjects have trouble switching their point of view to consider what someone else might know mistakenly projecting their own knowledge onto others so that's so there there is um the, the explanation is the same but there is there are some words which are unrelated the unrelated explanation unrelated neuroscience just added around the the, the explanation similarly in the bad explanation is brain scans indicate that this curse happens because of the frontal lobe brain circuitry known to be involved in self knowledge subjects make more mistakes when they have to judge the knowledge of others people are much better at judging what they themselves know same similar uh, explanation but added some trinkle uh, of um, uh, unrelated neuroscience so this is the kind of research they they were doing asking people which of these so the okay so we'll go into the details of the 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 methodologies you know in a in a bit in a second but let, let's just understand this this is what being what is being tested 
whether the added neuroscience changes our decisions changes our uh, beliefs in whether an explanation is good or not right how do they do that so this is the this is a very interesting research i really like this research and now i love the i love to read these kind of research psychological research because of i all i want to understand the methodologies they are always very interesting there is something interesting to find out in that first of all all the psychology experiments um or research that happens has has this one interesting um yeah, interesting um, thing to them the subjects are what you are going to tell your subjects is a important part of the methodology because you are trying to understand their psychology you can't just talk about the research in its entirety you have to hide some aspects of it you you don't tell them that okay i'll be adding some neuroscience let's see if it has any effect on no that will ruin the, the research because people would know and to correct it right so you that's a very interesting aspect of it it's obvious but it's it, it's something i like which is something like um, you're trying to um um really design it really properly and um i love the fact that uh, the primed the information with which the subjects are primed is a part of the methodology so this this design of methodologies it's two by two design two x two which means there are two variables here um two different variables the first variable is whether the an explanation is good or bad that's first variable the second variable is whether it's added um more information more, uh, neuroscience information is added or not two variables it's two by two design which means Uh, four different cases good explanations without neuroscience bad explanations without neuroscience good explanations with neuroscience bad explanations with neuroscience and uh, then different people diff- three different groups are tested in, the, in this research the first one is just naive adults just lay people number two is neuroscience students students who have done at least one semester or maybe a couple of semesters not too much and experts number 3 okay all right so these are the results this th- there are a lot of interesting things um so explanations so first this is not the end of uh, the methodology the how what kind of ex- what kind of um um what kind of neuroscience explanations neuroscience can be added into the into the explanations is also very strict you can't just add anything first of all the explanations involving neuroscience wait what have i written i'm so confused by my own yes so neuroscience information added specify that the area it's it's actually specified that the area of activation seen was already known to be involved let me go back to the the example question so this is what the good explanation in, has brain scans indicate that this curse happens because of the frontal lobe brain circuitry known to be involved in self knowledge 
you see it's already mentioned there that it is it has already been known to be involved in self knowledge so it's not something it's clear that it's not something new that was found out number 2 the the added information the added neuroscience information is identical in bad and good as much as is possible and number 3 there was no alteration of the logic of the explanation by some added information that information was um inert in that sense it did not refute the logic or did not enhance the logic of already present explanation whether good or bad and um well it was trying to there was this uh, um understanding that we have some difficulty reasoning about explanations we have this um we we tend to fail to recognize circularity the circular arguments uh, someone trying someone begging the question someone trying to explain the some phenomena with the a different wording explaining the same phenomena the phenomenon whatever teleological explanations for natural selection for instance is an example uh, natural people assume teleological explanations explanations having a higher purpose even though um natural selection is not like that although th- on this point i have to argue um against the study that uh, there it's it's a legitimate way to think about natural selection as long as you understand your limits because uh, it is having a resurrection especially from um, i've read this book called chance and necessity by jacques minot a french writer very fascinating guy fascinating personality um you should check out his story his life story on this video by sean b carroll um he takes uh, he he did research on his life his book called chance and necessity talks about teleonomy an appearance of uh, higher order higher level order which is not necessarily present it's just an appearance of it's just a per- perceived perception of uh, a higher order um so l- let's move on this is something uh, that can be um e- either here or there <clears throat> again what subjects are told is very important for research so what were they told they were told that you are trying to rate explanations of scientific phenomena that's all you are given explanations and you have to tell uh if you agree to their um agree that they are good explanations or tell that they are bad explanations right on a pay, on a, it's a seven point scale minus 3 to plus 3 minus 3 if you don't agree to it at all plus 3 if you highly agree to it and zero if it doesn't have any effect on you or if you're confused whatever i don't know so again there these met- the methodology has so many interesting things to further study there are so many in cronbach's alpha collapsing data based on sex and level of education um all these things which i'll have a lot of trouble trying to understand the p values which i understand a little bit then there is this 
ANOVA, I don't know what that is, M is equal to 0.37, I don't know what that is, SE equal to 0.14, I don't know what these terms are. I know SD, standard deviation, I know mean age and all these things, but I don't know what is F1 to 21. I don't know these terms, but I guess it's, it was not important to understand the paper to know all these because um, they have given sufficient explanations of... Um, um what uh, the results were in plain english so for people like us now there's something called ceiling effect which i don't understand and then there is this uh, okay so what were the results the f the first experiment was done on novice like lay people and for them actually the good explanations did not have any effect the the goodness of explanations did not improve by adding more neuroscience more new, random neuroscience or unrelated neuroscience but bad explanations were more um, believed with added information added uh, neuroscience information which is uh, interesting so it means that adding neuroscience information does not it's not like um, a blanket effect on everything on all the different types of explanations if a person is already agreeing to the explanations they're not going to agree more um so that is interesting it only had an effect on bad explanations um, experiment two was done on uh, students of neuroscience. On that, it was similar, except good explanations were slightly more, uh, became slightly better with added neuroscience. And bad explanations were also improved with added neuroscience. The the belief in bad explanations were improved on with added neuroscience. So it turned out that they actually also <laughs> did not learn very much, I guess. The students in the first two semesters, first semester at least, did not learn very well. Experiment three was done on experts. And this, my dear friend, my dear friend listener, um, this was interesting well what happened was experts on neuroscience saw through the whole thing and they rated good explanations with neuroscience as worse than good explanations without neuroscience in effect they realized that neuroscience added neuroscience is completely irrelevant to the explanation so it actually hampered the the rating of a good explanation which it should if if a good explanation includes some random thing which is not related to the good explanations it in effect is a little less good so the experts were in my view they were spot on good explanations with random added um, neuroscience actually had an adverse effect and secondly bad explanations had absolutely no effect bad explanations with or without neuroscience similar if they are bad they are bad they are not uh, going to be improved by 
um, more um, added neuroscience and not going to be hampered by that also because it's just bad. It's just wrong explanation. So that was interesting. The experts saw through the whole thing. The experts were, um, experts knew what was good neuroscience and what is bad neuroscience. That's the result. That's the interesting result. Uh, we have gone through this. Um, there is so much more to understand. Why though? Why? Why is it? Well, it uh, all goes back to chapter three, doesn't it? Chapter three of Oxford Handbook for Science of Science Communication. Um, we understand science through heuristics, reasoning heuristics. What is heuristics? Just a guess. We make a guess on our best guesses on our understand, trying to understand the world. We never know. We, we don't know the exact uh, research. We are not experts in everything. So we look at things from that heuristical perspective where we make judgments based on how we feel about them, uh, whether it looks it sounds like scientific it looks like scientific it must be scientific something like that it looks like a duck quacks like a duck must be a duck uh, however that can backfire very easily when um, um, journalists uh, add these terms without uh, trying to really understand whether it has any effect or not it's it's kind of like something that i believe the movies industry has a little bit of uh, um should take some slack for this because they have been adding irrelevant science in their movies for decades, for centuries, not centuries, but decades. And um, people uh, eat it up. People don't question that, I guess. Um, that's reasoning heuristics. But the thing is, it, it did not have a blanket effect is interesting. It the good explanations were not improved by these reasoning heuristics. So it's something like people give it, give things benefit of doubt if they have smooth um, scientific terms in it. And that's, I guess, that's the nature of, it reminds us from the chapter 3 of Oxford Handbook of Science of Science Communication. As we are reminded from there, um, that's the nature of the way people take in science. That's the nature of the way people understand science. And it's always going to be that way. No one is, not everyone is going to be an expert in everything. That's never going to happen. So all we can do is we can hone that skill. We can try to make people understand that all, not all science is good. There are these bad science. Um, and the, I think the thing is, if you are exposed to some bad science and explained and you are explained and it is explained to you that why this science is bad science and what are the pitfalls of reasoning that people can fall into, I think people then will be much, much better judges of uh, something like this. Um, it may have a seductive um, effect, the seductive details, these added, extra added details might seduce you away from or uh, distract you away from the actual understanding and the reasoning of why something is happening. That is another uh, explanation. Uh, it might also be something related to reductionist structure of the explanations because psychology is uh, happening in the mind and neuroscience is happening in the brain. It's a little reductionist. It's a little bit lower down into the in the ladder of um, 
it's it's like a connection between mind and body right it's a it's a lower level explanation of higher level events which tends to have this um tends to be considered something which is more scientific that is um, also something i have a lot to say about um ala david deutsch and his um um explanations and also there is another effect called superfluous information um or added information that can change the uh, or as um, placebic it's called placebic information uh, an example is if you ask someone may i use the xerox machine they are less likely to comply and if you say may i use the xerox machine i have to make copies this i have to make copies gives them a little bit of insight into your own wants and needs and they get into this probably get into this problem solving mode where i'm oh, sure you can use my xerox machine how else would you make copies but if you don't tell them you won't copies they won't jump to that conclusion i guess i don't know this is something very interesting there are so many interesting things in this paper i love this paper because not because it found something interesting i mean it did find something interesting but also they they acknowledged paul bloom which is i i really love paul bloom's work so if they acknowledge him they must be cool i guess um and uh, there are some interesting explanations some interesting um things given the result given the results reported here such evidence presented in a courtroom a classroom or a political debate regardless of the scientific status or relevance of this ed- evidence could strongly sway opinion beyond what the evidence can support which is interesting it has effect impact on uh, the lives of people and it's high time we try to understand that and uh, with that I believe I've done a moderate job 5 out of 10 in trying to review this paper. Do write to us at uh, wikilearnproductions@gmail.com if you want to say something. And um we'll hope to read all your mails. Um all um um send us one please. Just say hi. and uh, i'll see you next time bye bye ciao ciao namaskar <laughs>